0: Welcome to The Narrowing Path, walking the spiritual walk. My name is Steve Van Iversand. Thank you all for joining me again today for uh, episode 174. And that would make it June 22nd's daily reading from James Allen's daily Meditations. Yesterday's was just, yesterday's just stuck out to me. It was such a really, really grand reading. I really... The that last line that it closed with there, the the holy place within you is your real and eternal self. It is the divine within you. You know, that's um and I think that that that's what I was looking for my whole life, right? That's what I was aiming at. And I didn't even realize it. I didn't even know that's what I was going for. So I love it when he references these things that just are so relevant to my personal experience. It's uh It's just good and uh, and refreshing for me. So, um, all right. So here we go. This will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning this will be the first time that um, I will have read or heard this uh, meditation right here on the podcast with you. So you get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So here we go. This is June 22nd. Reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Spiritual principles can only be acquired after a long discipline in the pursuit and practice of virtue. The schoolmaster never attempts to teach his pupils the abstract principles of mathematics at the beginning. He first places before them a very simple sum and, having explained it, leaves them to do it. When, after repeated failures and renewed effort, they have succeeded in doing it correctly, a more difficult task is set set them, and then another, and another, and not until the pupils have, through many years of diligent application, mastered the lessons in arithmetic does he attempt to unfold to them the underlying mathematical principles. Thus, practice ever precedes knowledge, even in the ordinary things of the world, and in spiritual things, in the living of the higher life, this law is rigid in its exactions this it's reminded me of a saying from the recovery 12-step recovery rooms where you have to act your way into a new way of thinking right um sometimes when I first started being honest I wasn't doing it for the right reasons when I first started having faith I wasn't doing it for the right reasons anything when I started living this way of life i was i was doing it incorrectly because it, it was like a a half step right it was like it was it was getting started it was changing the behavior first then I get to see the thoughts behind it. Then I get to see the intentions behind that. Right? So that's how this goes. And that's what we're talking about here. You learn what it looks like, you learn the behavior, you learn how to do that. And then you understand the principle behind it. You can even be explained the principle in the front end, but to really grasp conceptually these spiritual laws and these spiritual principles. It's a matter of repeated effort and practice. It doesn't, it's not quick. Well, I guess I'll say this. It wasn't quick from my experience and and the experience of those I've observed. It was not quick. It took, yeah, repeated and pointed effort to get it done. And then after learning to do it and making it a habit to, I love using the example of honesty, um, they actually will switch to be forgiving, right? To practice forgiveness. Then I start to see why practicing forgiveness actually, or what that actually is about, the principle behind it, what it does for the situation, how it grants me freedom. How it takes me out of the way when practiced properly. And it's a so, so this entire concept uh, the, that we're talking about here in the attainment of spiritual principles and really rooting ourselves in them takes time and practice and repeated effort. And the beautiful thing is, you can start that today. You can start changing a behavior, a character quality, a character defect, you can completely change, you can start the process to completely change to a person of integrity and high moral character today, in any capacity. It's amazing. You know, that's, a, that's an immense amount of power. Immense. We just don't grasp it so many times. So let's go through, we'll do this again line by line like normal. So Uh, It opens up with spiritual principles can only be acquired after long discipline in the pursuit and practice of virtue, right? So in the pursuit and practice of choosing the right thing to do. Okay, so when we're presented with a choice and we know and we have probably previously chose the selfish thing to do, but we choose the spiritual thing to do instead. That is the practice pursuit of virtue. Learning what that choice really is about, learning what the implications of that choice are comes from making the other choice, comes from actually, excuse me, comes from making that choice, comes from actually practicing those principles, practicing those actions. So my experience was exactly that spiritual principles can only be acquired after long discipline in the pursuit and practice of virtue, because mentally I can understand it conceptually, I can believe I understand it, you know, I can acquire all the knowledge I want, but if it's not backed by action. And the willingness to choose differently. It won't do anything for me. It will not change my character. But more than temporarily. Here we go. Now we're getting, equating it to math, which I used to, um, Math was one of my favorite subjects in, in high school. And so, I like that he used math. The schoolmaster never attempts to teach his pupils the abstract principles of mathematics at the beginning. He first places before them a very simple sum and, having explained it, leaves them to do it. So it's saying we have to start at the beginning and we have to start simply we have to start with the first step of this stuff right we start in the very basics of changing our lives we start in the very basics of living a spiritual way of life most people don't have this a grand revelation and then their lives are completely different from that moment forward. It's usually a path of progress, it's usually a path of um, of the educational, uh, excuse me, of the educational variety, as William James would say. So, he goes on here to say, when, after repeated failures, so we're not going to do this right out the gate like that's that's a that's a comforting thing to me maybe that's selfish we should strive to do it perfectly but knowing we will not right we strive for those ideals but we sell, but we are successful with progress that's important after when after repeated failures and renewed ever renewed effort they have succeeded in doing it correctly because we're going. Yeah, we're going to do it wrong. We're going to do it objectively wrong. We're going to do it for the wrong motives. We're going to um, try to sugarcoat it. We're going to try to. We're, we're going to try to make it so it's easier for us or self-serving for us in some way. So we're we're not going to do this with absolute integrity off the, right out the gate. We're just we're not. It's a new way of living. And all we know is we can't make the same choice. And that's one of a infinite multitude of choices you can make in a situation. So all we're really going into this is we're choosing differently. We don't know if it's right. And we can cut we can get the knowledge and the input from others, but the reality of it is when we make that decision, we're gonna learn. And then after repeated failures, we'll learn how to navigate these situations more. We'll have the practice, the muscle memory, those new neurological pathways established for choosing differently and making a better decision. So, but after that, right, after they have exceeded in doing it correctly, a more difficult task is set them, and then another, and then another. So, we are building up. We're building up our. Our lives, or this would be more so equated to the purification of our lives, I believe. Like we start in one area of life and then we start bringing this everywhere in our lives. We start seeing how this practice bleeds into every aspect of our lives and how we need to move and how we need to grow and change. And we keep ta- inviting more and more in. And the, this is where the path narrows. And this is, it seems um, counterintuitive because I'm telling you, it gets spiritual living starts to bleed into all areas of our lives. So it affects more of our lives, but it also narrows the path as to what the right choice is. So eventually our entire life, And our decisions in every area of our life are spiritual in nature. And that is the only choice we can make is the spiritual in nature one. Because we know the path is narrowed to the point of we know what is selfish and self-centered. We know what is self-seeking, self-serving. We know what is self-indulgent or pleasure-seeking, distraction-seeking. When we can know those things, the path, the options get whittled down very, very quickly. And we have only the spiritual steps to walk on which is where we're going for because when the narrower the path gets, the closer to the, our ideal we get as well. And that's the goal, that Christ-like ideal, that righteous ideal, that truth, that truth ideal, that however, you, whatever wording, and whatever categorization or interpretation of this way of living you, you use, He goes on here to say, and not until the pupils have, through many years of diligent application, mastered all the lessons in arithmetic, does he attempt to unfold to them the underlying mathematical principles. Right. So the broad scheme of things, the the um, the laws that are always at, the laws that are always applied, the the uh, um, mathematical principles that are true throughout the universe, that um, all of these things that are truths about math, get explained after and are learned after we've practiced living that spiritual way of life, right? When we're talking about uh, you, you reap what you sow, after you've lived a while in this way of life, you learn that spiritual lesson. And it takes a while to actually believe it because it, it's the initial practice, because for that one specifically, and the law of reaction, I think there's another one he talks about here. So everything we do has a reaction to a positive or negative. So what we put into something, we will get out of it. That's how we build our lives and build the worlds around us. All right? We learn and comprehend fully the law after we have practiced the actions which sometimes you know saying it out loud could that could be self-evident right be, well of course right but the reality people i well you know I'll keep it on me i wanted to know and comprehend to a depth that wasn't possible for me at the time because i had no experience with it what this law was all about, what the spiritual way of life was all about. I wanted to have it all integrated into my mind before I tried to put it in practice into real life. It doesn't work that way. At least it didn't work that way for me. All right, so that was the end of the main body of the reading, but we have that last italicized portion here. Thus, practice ever precedes knowledge, even in the ordinary things of the world. Truth. That's just a, that is truth. I've, I've observed it. I've um, lived it. And practice ever precedes knowledge. It's a, I guess it's the, the difference between believing a principle is true a concept is true and knowing a concept is true due to experience, doing having lived it. There's a big, much bigger difference between believing and knowing. So practice ever precedes knowledge, even in the ordinary things of the world and in the spiritual things, in the living of the higher life, this law is rigid in its exactions. Meaning this law will always apply and there is no exceptions. And you will have to always practice this if you want the full attainment of the knowledge and the depth and the breadth of what understanding there is for living this way of life. It would take dedication. In the opening line, it said, discipline in the pursuit and practice of virtue. That's a wonderful, wonderfully worded line. And I believe it. It's been my experience, it's been my understanding, my observations. You won't get to that point of knowing until you practice it and choose differently for long enough. And then you'll start feeling some, some of the rewards of choosing to do the right thing for the only reason of it is the right thing. Your life will change every time. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, Outstanding. Just outstanding reading today. So happy this was it. um, Because it's, it's always good to have that reminder that we practice these principles. We have to repeatedly practice and keep showing up, and we and and in uh, some of the twelve steps groups, it says we know only a little. More will surely be revealed to us. And I think it's been my experience that the more you practice this, the more you begin to understand and know, and that path narrows a little bit more, but you're happy for it. Well, that's going to wrap us up today. Thank you all for joining me for a June 22nd's reading. I have a feeling June's going to finish out very, very strong. So I'm looking forward to what the 23, 23rd brings us, and uh, we will go from there. So until next time, thanks. <music>